0: Please lower your head and watch your step while boarding.
1: Welcome to the Attractions Podcast. You are all clear for dispatch. Have fun.
0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 164 of the Attractions Podcast, sponsored by MEI and Mouse Fan Travel. I'm Seth.
1: And I'm Carly. Carly.
0: And we are here to talk to you about the latest and greatest in theme park news and more as well as what's going on in our own lives. And Carly, you've been on the road. How have you been?
1: Ooh, it's been a 10-day epic adventure. I closed out Halloween at Not Scary Farm and Oogie Boogie Bash on Halloween night, which was really oh. special. That's my favorite Disney Parks After Hours event. And I had a friend that just so happened to have an extra ticket. And I was like, me, me. i awesome. <laughs> Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yes. yes. Um, how, how much candy
0: did you bring back?
1: A lot. I, I give it away to children act. that I know and it was the first time the first time I did Oogie Boogie Bash for the D23 night, everything was Starburst and I give it to my friend's kid and he's like, why is it all Starburst?
0: <laughs> I, th- You know, that's for me, that's like the modern equivalent of like Tootsie Rolls. When I was a little kid, the filler candy was the Tootsie Rolls. Uh, yeah. Now it's now it's Starburst.
1: And I I like those, but I can see how a little kids like I want chocolate. I want Snickers. Uh, it's, but uh, it was uh, a little better this time. <laughs>
0: Seriously, like I I find that Snickers. I mean, in, unless you are nut intolerant, Snickers is pr- right. probably like the most universally accepted. Uh, you know. Oh, Milky yeah. Milky way might be up there. Um, I personally love three musketeers, but
1: uh, Ooh, I'm a Reese's gal. So <gasps> yes, like
0: well, yes, yes. I would, I would say that too. <laughs> uh,
1: but it was amazing. Uh, now I'm hungry for chocolate. Parade. The parade is like my favorite, not even much yes. of parade person. I just, I love the music, you know, nightmare before Christmas. Uh, it was, it was wonderful. And then and- I went, right to disney world
0: (laughs) and how was the villains grove walkthrough because that was my favorite part of oogie boogie
1: well i didn't get to do it again this event because i had to take a red eye to orlando so i really just did the treat trails it's a hard knock life yes i know i saw ernesto de la cruz for the first time the last event it was like three hours to see him so we mm-hmm. wrote, dropped to him this time, and it was worth it. It was really, awesome. really worth it. So, oh, I'm already sad. Halloween's over. It's just so, it's like our Super Bowl in theme park. Yeah, you know, I, it's sad.
0: Well, you know this uh, this year. I mean, I was a little Halloween fried before October even started. <laughs> I, it's a lot because it starts like late August now and it's, you know, right. it's like two and a half solid months of, of Halloween. So we actually uh, took our first non-work vacation, though you will you will find some, some evidence of my non-work vacation posted up on attractions on our right. website and our, our YouTube channel because I couldn't help myself. Um, But we took a little cruise and uh, we scheduled it over Halloween mostly so that I would not buy bags of candy to give away to trick-or-treaters, which I would then mostly wind up eating before the trick-or-treaters even arrived. In order to avoid that, (laughs) we actually thought it was was more cost-effective to just book a cruise and get out of town for Halloween. Had a a really great time um, and uh, got back just in time to see Fantasmic on reopening night
1: oh my god i forgot Hollywood that Studios.
0: yes that was all the same week so uh yes you were in town for that as well correct
1: yes i was at the rained out one mm-hmm. so we yes. only got about halfway through <laughs> but i got a picture with sorcerer and mickey so it was all worth totally worth it, it. So
0: totally it. worth it And it was so I, I saw those reports i felt so bad i know uh our our publisher matt uh was yes. there mm-hmm. and they got drenched too. uh so did you do you have a, a, a poncho or an umbrella, or did you get soaked?
1: I, I don't mind getting wet, especially at the end of the day when you know you're going to take a shower. But I was with a friend, and we ran. Lucky we did because we got right in the car and out. I know Matt was stuck for and there an hour were people
0: stuck in that parking lot. Yes. For, oh man,
1: we, we ran like the wind. I'm like, I'm not getting stuck in this storm. But the the energy. I mean, no regrets. The energy in there was amazing it's a show that people love it's a great show uh, i saw some of the new updates but again it stopped about halfway through it because of an insane storm typical florida but it was oh, really
0: it was warranted
1: a- it was very very heavy thunderstorm and rain so that that's
0: kind of, <laughs> that's heartbreaking but yes uh, <laughs> you're you're in florida that happens it, you know it's so funny in, in california they have like a light gust of wind a thousand feet up fireworks get canceled uh, right. Florida. They will keep it going right until the last possible second until it's like declared a hurricane. And then good luck everyone.
1: Uh- <laughs> right. So I was hoping to make a, you know, I, I love the Disneyland one, but I don't like standing there. So it is really nice at Fantasmic at yeah. Hollywood studios. You have to get there early because it's... You know, minutes.
0: it's it's 6 to one, half. To, do you want to stand during the show? Or do you want to stand for two hours before the show? You know, right. um, I, I, I... We could have a long conversation about crowd control operations, uh, especially... I was there on reopening night. Mm. And I got there in plenty of time for the 8 o'clock show. And I made a strategic decision to bail on the 8 o'clock and just wait it out to the 9.30. Because... There was a lot of chaos. And I think part of that was expected because, uh, you know, they're fans and vloggers who need to be there for the first reopening show. Mm-hmm. But it seemed like the only people who didn't expect that was the Disney management. Um, <laughs> I knew it was going to happen. Wow. The guests around me knew it was going to happen. But the people who were supposed to be, I, I, I saw way too many, uh, way too few frontline people. And way too many managers talking amongst themselves and not actually helping the situation. Uh, <laughs> I had I had time to go on Rise of the Resistance uh, <laughs> and come back and see that nothing had changed. So, uh,
1: do you have any tips for people?
0: Yes. I mean, my number one tip is always go for the later show. Um, Mm -hmm. The the 9.30 show is always going to be less crowded. Be prepared, though, that 9.30 show, at least the night I was there, that started almost a full half hour late. They didn't even really start loading the theater until, um, until it started. And, you know, whether you stand outside the theater for three hours or you jump into that line just when it starts moving, either way, you're probably going to be sitting at the far extremes because what I discovered was that the entire middle section, at least on the night I was there, uh, and this is before they've even got dining packages, but for, mm-hmm. for various, uh, you know, disability and VIP and who knows how these folks got in the, but everything was marked off as reserved. Um, and oh. the people in the whole middle section, they had a lot of elbow room, um, uh, you know, people people were able to man spread in the middle section um all of the normal people i saw who who waited uh for you know basically from the second that they cut off the line from the eight o'clock show until they let the nine thirty show in pretty much all those people were shoved in the far extremes oh, yeah. um so if you want a center seat for Phantasmic, it really seems like the only way to do it is to pay for it, um, is to get one of those reservations for dining at the Brown Derby or the Hollywood and Vine. Um, uh, otherwise, uh, the good news is that like the screens look really sharp, the lighting looks great, so you'd still get a good show, you know, even if you're sitting at the edges. Um, right,
1: when you're in the center, seeing Sorcerer Mickey shoot out, at the vantage point is
0: Yes. Amazing. Uh, But unless you want to become a famous journalist like Carly, uh, (laughs) your best bet is, uh, yeah, either either pay money or if, you know, the the later show that you go to. And I did find that uh, if you wait for that, that standby queue for that later show is going to stretch all the way down Sunset Boulevard until it hits Hollywood Boulevard. A great thing to do. Is to get in that line right when it kind of hits that insert section of Sunset and Hollywood, because you can watch the eight forty and the nine o'clock projection shows on the Chinese theater yes. while you're standing there in line. Uh, so I actually had a perfect view of the the projection shows, uh, that made the wait uh, a lot easier. Um,
1: right, and also with like snacks and water, I would say get it before you get in line and don't get it once you're in the theater.
0: I I saw way too many people who stood in line with me a long time and then wound up missing the first 10 minutes of the show because they were still waiting in line for popcorn or you know, whatever.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, if you're you're with a group of people, like just rotate like
1: the old days of like waiting in
0: line for a concert, you know, you get one person to stand there and camp out your spot and have, have a friend go and fetch your drinks or whatever for you. Um, but gee, you know, it, Disneyland used their show pass system, which was basically like a fast pass system mm-hmm. for, for a reservation system for a while. Uh, and maybe it's time for them to think about using virtual queue, uh, or s- something. I don't want to have to pay to see Fantasmic. Um, but I also, um, you know, hopefully the, the, the demand will die down and the operations will improve. And this won't be an issue in a month or a year but uh yeah i i'm glad i got to see the show and i gotta say um like i said lighting and and uh effects look great um and the new segment especially the moana part fantastic so so good um it's i still like california's better but now they're kind of like almost as good instead of like a huge
1: gap in quality yes. so Well, I'm glad we talked this through. I'm about to write like tips for viewing Fantasmic and it's so complicated. So I feel like it'll be really helpful, you know, (laughs) this out there.
0: All right. So uh, obviously we have people in the chat who are complaining that we're not on topic and we've gone way too much into. Uh, Fantasmic
1: uh, was major news this week. It was
0: major news, uh, but I, I believe they are correct. It is time for us to jump into the news in the queue. All right, to kick off this week's news in the queue, yes, we are going to Universal Orlando. Uh, Halloween Horror Nights 31 has wrapped up, but boom, we have the first house reveal for Horror Nights 2023, Um, and it's Chucky,
1: he's back. I'm so excited for this, so this is based on not, you know, the original movies, this is on the uh, USA and Sci-Fi series, which they have been plugging hard in both Hollywood and Orlando for a while, with the photo setups and whatnot, so it's not really surprising.
0: Yep. So 2023, uh, we are going to have a house uh, and it's going to be both at Universal Orlando and in Universal Studios in Hollywood for next year's event. So Halloween Horror Nights 2023 or Halloween Horror Nights 32, depending on which coast you're on. Um, And I have not watched all the episodes of the series, um, but I got into it after doing an interview with uh alex vincent who was the child actor in the original series and then came back uh to be part of this new show uh and it's really well done um it i i thought it the series strikes a really good balance between the the horror of the early chucky films and the kind of campy comedy of the later ones but it's also got a lot of heart social commentary um so It will be interesting to see how all of that translates, Um, but uh, I just... I hope that they get uh, Brad Dorff to uh, record some, some lines, uh, some dialogue for the houses. I think that would be great.
1: Yes, I think this is going to be great. It's given me flashbacks to, you know, the scare zones where he was in the street berating people. I forget what year that was. Maybe 2019 was the last time. Do you remember that when he'd interact with you? And-
0: yes. Uh, I believe back in the day, they had something called Chucky's insult emporium. Uh, yes. And they would have uh, kind of a live actor. Um, uh, making fun of guests and <laughs> we'll <laughs> see. I don't know how, how far they'll be able to push the line uh, these days. Um, but uh, yeah, it'll be great to have, have Chucky back.
1: Oh yeah. And I, mean, uh, just
0: and I, I like the, fact that early. They, the image we've got here also references uh, Tiffany and uh, I think that's their kid, Glenn or Glenda from yes. uh, uh, son of Chucky or, <laughs> Um, so yay, the whole family hopefully will be there. Um, there's a, a little teaser video that they've posted. Um, and of course, uh, we'll find more uh, about Halloween Horror Nights uh, over the next year. Yes. Okay, uh, turning from Universal over to Disney. Uh, Tis the season for the wonderful world of Disney magical holiday celebration. Uh, the return of the Magic Kingdom tradition Uh, is coming soon. Um, November 11th through 13th is when they're going to be filming this special uh, that people will be able to watch at home.
1: Yes. And you'll you'll know it because you'll see throngs of people (laughs) in their red and green ears, the outfits. So I know it's exciting because they bring in some really great musical acts every year.
0: Yeah. If you have a friend who is a Walt Disney World cast member, Tell them to uh, go to the hub and sign up um, like right now. Uh, Sign up started on November 1st um some stuff might still be available i'm i'm not privy to that but cast members can bring up to three guests so make friends with a cast member Um, if you are not friends with a cast member or you do not uh, have an interest in being part of these you might want to avoid the magic kingdom on these dates because (laughs) it's inevitable uh you know uh that certain areas of the park will be blocked off for filming uh it will be hard to navigate um, so if you're pushing a stroller, <laughs> these, these might not be the best days. Uh, November 11th, 9 a.m. till noon. November 12th, uh, 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. And then again uh, till 4.30 p.m. and then 5 to 9 p.m. And then finally on the 13th, they've got a 12.30 to 4.30 and a 5 to 9. Um, so, uh, yeah, uh, you might want to park hop over to a different Park if you are just right. a guest. But uh, if you want to catch a uh, taping of this uh, ahead of it being uh, part of the ABC uh, holiday lineup on November 27th, it's a two-hour special. that's going to broadcast then, and I'm sure it's also going to stream. Um, this is uh, a time to uh, maybe catch a little preview of it. Yes. Have you ever gone to one of these tapings? I have, uh, I know uh, Banks Lee, who was an uh, uh, old original member of the attractions team uh used to go every year uh i've never attended
1: person. yeah it's not my style because it's a lot of stopping and starting and redoing and it's,
0: it's uh, seamless as it looks on television
1: right you know I, I had my TRL days as a kid growing up so yeah. you know that was that was fun but you know i like to watch it on tv in my pajamas I,
0: amen amen <laughs> Well, um, in speaking of Christmas, uh, we now know what we can expect from SeaWorld Orlando's Christmas celebration for this year. Uh, It kicks off on November 11th and runs all the way through January 3rd. Um, And there's going to be lots of family friendly entertainment, uh, lights, decor. And uh, if you like to ice skate, this is the park to visit.
1: Yes, this is really cool. So you'll be able to ice skate during the day because in the evening they bring in the pros. So. Yes, <laughs> it's
0: uh, it's fun to watch people trying to make their way around, uh, you know, by daylight. And then right. you see these uh, professional trick skaters uh, show off in the Winter Wonderland on Ice show. Uh, that's that's one of my favorite traditions there at SeaWorld. Um, and they've also got a great uh, holiday uh, light fountain fireworks show, Uh, With the Sea of Trees and the Holiday Reflections show, um, they light up uh, these synchronized light Christmas trees on the lake, um, and it's really beautiful.
1: Right, and then each of there's gonna be different uh, themed areas, so they're kind of each distinct. There's four different ones with decor, themed entertainment, mm-hmm. and then also, of course, photo opportunities with uh, Santa and Rudolph. So
0: yeah, I thought it was interesting. There's uh, they're mixing stuff up a little bit this year. Santa's gonna be uh, with his workshop in the waterfront, and they're moving Rudolph the Red Nose Reindeer and Bumble inside this time uh to wild arctic so uh you know if you've gotten the same backgrounds uh with those characters for the last few years now you've got an excuse to get a new photo with them um and uh speaking of ips uh sesame street gets into the christmas spirit with a really great christmas parade uh and elmo's christmas wish uh it's a show that they do in the seaport theater um it's got uh, Cookie Monster and Grover, a uh, lot of favorite characters. Um, th- those are definitely worth checking out if you got little ones.
1: Oh, yeah. And of course, it wouldn't be SeaWorld without food and beverage offerings. So there's really <laughs> yeah, yeah. bread pudding, a rose con dolce, Santa sweet and savory treat donut chicken sandwich, which we actually have a picture of. And it looks interesting. Not sure how <laughs> I feel about the donut. You know, sweet and savory combos with a donut bun, but I would have a bite of it and maybe oh, share it. I, I,
0: I would, you know, actually, I, I could get into a donut chicken sandwich, uh, but it's the Christmas beer sangria that I need a little more explanation on because I, I know what a wine sangria is, but I don't know if I've ever had a beer sangria.
1: It's kind of reminding me of a Michelada, which they do oh, a lot okay. at West Coast parks. Maybe I'm mean, right. totally off base, you know. I can about- see that. Citrus and beer, who knows, but...
0: Um, And uh, for those of us who are celebrating Hanukkah uh, from the 18th through the 26th of December, uh, you can celebrate a traditional menorah lighting uh, with Big Bird telling Hanukkah stories.
1: I love that. I love that. (laughs) Well,
0: you know, Big Bird was very close with Mr. Hooper, uh, Mm -hmm. who was who was uh, Sesame Street's uh, resident member of the tribe. So I, I like that he's keeping his spirit alive after all these years. Uh, head on over to SeaWorldOrlando.com for more details on all of the holiday fun. And oh, yes. uh, if you like that, you're also going to like Bush Garden Tampa Bay's Christmas Town. Uh, from the November 14th through January 9th, uh, Bush Gardens in Tampa is celebrating with their award winning attractions, treats, and they've got some new holiday entertainment as well.
1: Yes, and I hear millions of lights, and that just gets me excited because you know you're going to be walking through some pretty epic installations.
0: Yeah, um, the great thing about uh, Bush Gardens is that it is a very wild feeling park. Um, it's you know, uh, every everything is pathways that twist and turn, and lots of trees, and it's perfect for setting up uh, mm-hmm. these canopies of lights, uh, these pathways, uh, and they do a really great job with that. And uh, it, some of the extra bling this year is going to include a 32 foot tall Christmas tree in the Jungula era area um, and uh, a land of the sweets with sugar plum ballerina stilt walkers. Uh, that should be a lot of fun.
1: Yes, there's definitely a lot going on. Then there's the Three Kings Journey, which is a musical tale, obviously telling of the three wise men journey to Bethlehem. So they have a lot going on. It's, it's I actually haven't gone to this one, but yeah. I think this might be my year.
0: Yeah, I have, uh, it's been a few years for me. Um... SeaWorld, uh, SeaWorld and Bush Gardens always do really good oh. traditional Christmas stuff. Uh, their new addition this year uh, is Holiday in the Sky, which is a holiday fireworks show that also includes a water fountain show. So uh, that's uh, going to be new for them. And also, uh, the Serengeti Overlook building, uh, they've got a musical light projection show that's going to run every 15 minutes after sunset. Um, so uh, the uh the three kings journey um i'm curious what that one is like uh one of my favorite things that they used to do at sea world was the um uh the uh manger uh show the mm-hmm. um uh oh my gosh uh because i'm jewish i'm forgetting <laughs> <laughs> uh it's but uh with the the three wise men um uh, telling the christmas story with the live animals um so since they have so many animals on hand at uh Bush gardens. I wonder if they'll pull out any uh, camels or donkeys. Right. A sheep or two. At least a sheep or two, please.
1: It would bring the nativity to life. (laughs) Right. Um,
0: So that is all taking place uh, and included in your regular park admission. Um, And uh, if you buy an annual pass now for 2023, uh, you get to check out this uh, during the current year included um so head on over to bushgardens.com slash tampa for all the deets i just said deets that didn't sound that i really didn't that didn't
1: a millennial i apologize (laughs)
0: apologize. dollywood's smoky mountain christmas is going to be bigger than and better than ever in 2022 and i bet you are going to be able to tell us all about this when you return
1: Yes, I will be able to. They bring over 5 million lights to the park. It's amazing because you're already in just a gorgeous, you know, setting. The Smoky Mountains are the backdrop of the park. So it's I, beautiful anyway.
0: I, I'm, I'm so jealous. Uh, I, hopefully one of these days I will be able to take them up on their invitation to yes. attend one of these events. Um, it kicked off on November 5th and it runs all the way through New Year's Day. Uh, and they are adding new lighting elements this year to the Dollywood Express train loop um, with a, a special light show uh, that you are going to see as you uh, loop around the park.
1: Right. Yeah. And they have all different light zones. So basically they cover all different themes. The Glacier Ridge Returns, which is a really popular one that everyone mm-hmm. loves. And then, of course, there's LED butterflies because ah. it is Dolly's icon. <laughs>
0: that's fantastic yes uh if you are there on a friday or a saturday night uh they are bringing back their merry and bright fireworks um uh, with uh, upbeat holiday tunes um and after christmas day it becomes a new Year's show
1: yes and then it's wonderful they're evening spectacular they brought in the drone shows earlier this year so they keep upping their game mm-hmm. with that and it's pretty impressive and yeah then-
0: they they win awards uh, for, with their regular live entertainment, but mm-hmm. they go all out uh, with their Christmas shows. Um, oh, you, could, yeah. you could easily go there, not ride into the rides, and just get your money's worth seeing the, the Christmas live
1: entertainment. Oh, yeah. I know a lot of annual pass holders do that there. They mm-hmm. just go and watch the shows all day, you know, retiree couples. I mean, there's just so much. And with each new festival, they bring in shows that are unique to that festival, like Christmas, obviously, in addition to yeah. all their normal entertainment.
0: Yeah, and uh, I mean, if we start talking about the food, then I'm just going to have to leave and, and go get some lunch because
1: <laughs> it
0: all sounds so good. Uh, you can you can snack or have a full meal. You, they got they got the ham, they got the chicken pot pie, they got the herb-roasted turkey. Um, it's, yeah, it's like yes, they have a like, the
1: booth set up like a traditional food festival and then mm-hmm. they also bring in seasonal items to their existing restaurants. And just the last couple of years, they have just, jumped leaps and bounds in their food and beverage for festival. Their food has always been great because it's that whole Southern barbecue, but they've really paid attention when they made a full executive chef just for food festivals. Mm. So the food is really, really good. And you could just try one or two things or a bunch and share, but it's definitely become a highlight and a reason why many visit.
0: Absolutely. Uh, Well, uh, dollywood.com. Uh, for all the information. And I know you're tight with Dolly. You're going to be hanging out with her, I'm sure. So uh, tell her uh, Merry Christmas uh, (laughs) from from us at Attractions. Yes. Um, Hershey Park, Mm -hmm. another one of our favorites. Yeah. They made a big announcement, uh, and I think we kind of called this when we talked about the death of the Wildcat. Well, the Wildcat's back, and it's getting its revenge as a hybrid coaster.
1: Yes. <laughs> yeah, this is really exciting. And honestly, a quick turnaround from when they closed it to when they're announcing it. Um,
0: so Absolutely. this is
1: exciting. Um, if you have ever been on Outlaw Run at Silver Dollar City, mm-hmm. this is same company. Very similar. Um, mm-hmm. It's a great coaster. So I this is going to be amazing.
0: Yeah. If you remember from a few weeks ago, um, Hershey Park announced that they were retiring the Wildcat, which was actually the very first wooden coaster ever built by GCI uh, back in 1996. Yeah. Uh, I remember riding this the year that it opened. And this, this kind of sparked uh, a wave of... Uh, New wooden coasters, uh, I uh, Guazi, which is now Iron Guazi, the same company. I think that was maybe the third coaster that they built. Um, it was very popular for a little while in the late 90s, early 2000s. And then as these coasters started to age, they they got less and less comfortable. Uh, I remember the last time I rolled Wildcat, I was like, that's the last time I'm riding (laughs) Wildcat, and and I was right. Um, so, so, uh, this is Rocky Mountain Construction mm-hmm. um, who have been doing these hybrid conversions and they've given new life to a bunch of these old GCI coasters that probably without, without Rocky Mountain, they probably would have torn these down. But instead, they put this new track on it's a lot smoother, um, can go a lot faster, can do inversions, can be much steeper, uh, but it still retains some of that wooden coaster profile and that, that look and that feel. Um, so uh the you know, this one's not really as much of a record breaker. Like Iron Guazi was like the steepest, tallest, right. fastest, whatever. This is like, you know, fits in a little better to Hershey Park. Um, mm-hmm. but it's still got some cool sort of unique elements. Um the big one is this uh world's largest underflip. And I, I wasn't even really sure what an underflip was, right? Because uh, I don't know that I ever heard that, but it's an inversion where it goes, it kind of climbs up, and then it goes counterclockwise like three quarters of the way around, and then it dives down without making a full roll. So it's sort of like, it's sort of like a zero g thing. Right. Uh, it it should be interesting. Um, uh, but you're gonna go upside down four times. You're going to hit 62 miles an hour. I think this one's going to be a hit.
1: I think it will be a hit. And just, you know, that area of the park that it's in, it's so pretty. You know, you could see a lot of Hershey when you go up there. So mm-hmm. I'm excited for this. I loved Wildcat. I know a lot of people, you know, didn't like it towards the end because of how bumpy it was. But I am really excited for this one.
0: Absolutely. And uh, I, I think... You know, some people don't know that this is actually the third Wildcat, not the second, because way back in the day, uh, Hershey Park goes back way further than Disneyland. Uh, back in 1923, they had the, a roller coaster called the Wildcat, uh, mm-hmm. and that lasted, you know, into the, the 40s. Uh but they are going to kind of recreate the look of the original station uh, when they renovate the station. Um, and I also like that they've got cu- custom trains. They're not just picking off the shelf trains, but they've got a cat bursting out of the front. So uh, my my cats, my kitten will definitely appreciate this ride. Yes. Uh, I think they'll probably be too short to ride though. Yes. And, and if, if you're, you're still feeling
1: uh, nostalgia, they are selling pieces of track. Oh, yes. So, that's important to know. I think it's in park only though from what I've read, but that yes. is if, pretty cool. If, if anyone
0: are- if anyone is in the Hershey area and wants to send us uh, a piece of track, please uh we don't we won't complain. no <laughs> Hersheypark.com uh will be tracking all of the progress. Uh, I'm very excited. Uh can't wait to ride this one um, sometime in summer of 2023. Okay, and to wrap up the news in the queue, Oasis at Lake Park is, uh, I'm sorry, Oasis at Lake Port is going to bring thrill and family rides to Lake of the Ozarks in the Midwest in Osage Beach, Missouri.
1: Yeah, so this is just outside of Branson. It's not too far. Um, It's already a destination with some hotels so far, but it's kind of been a largely untapped Area. And I feel like as Branson continues to grow, they need to bring in more of these, you know, family entertainment spots.
0: So uh, this is being developed by the St. Louis based Skyview Partners and Tegeroff Development. Um, it's going to be on 20 acres on the waterfront uh, and it's going to have a mix of rides, attractions, hotels, restaurants. Uh, It's got an amphitheater and it looks like the centerpiece is a 200 foot tall observation wheel.
1: Yeah, this is interesting because there's also the Branson wheel not too Mm -hmm. far from here, but that's always very popular. So I'm not really surprised that they're going to, you know, have another one for families to experience.
0: Now, they have not. Uh, it doesn't look like they have officially announced any specific rides or manufacturers, no. but they've got a rendering here. Uh, and we don't know if this is like a blue sky, you know, pitch it to developers um, kind of rendering or a we've actually done architectural plans rendering. But uh, it looks like there are some roller coasters. There's some water slides. Uh, it looks like looks like a drop tower to me. And yeah. I also see what looks like um, a sky coaster uh, like they have. uh down at Fun Spot, um, you know, one of those those kind of skydiving drop things, um, a couple flat rides, um, and uh, a marina. Uh, so if you have a yacht, this might be a, a yes. nice place to park it.
1: Right? Yeah, that area has pretty much just been like a water sports and such mm-hmm. kind of thing. You know, people go bring their boat, rent a boat. So I'm sure this will give them something else to do without having to drive into Branson.
0: Yeah. Well, they are looking to make this a year-round entertainment destination. Uh, They're going to spend $300 million on the project, and they're estimating 500 jobs. Um, If you do the math, that's a lot of money per person. Um, But they plan on attracting 500,000 visitors to Missouri, uh, and they think this will become one of the state's leading industries. So... Uh, ground is going to break sometime in 2023 and they're hoping to open this by the summer of 2024 Uh, if you are interested in more on this project head on over to oasis at lakeport.com and that is going to wrap up our news in the queue but before we jump into this week's main attraction it is time to hear a word from our sponsor the attractions podcast is brought to you by mei and mouse fan travel whether your next vacation is a magical trip to the theme parks an exciting adventure to the pyramids of egypt or just a relaxing cruise on the turquoise waters of the bahamas mei travel provides premium service and expert advice to help you get the most of your vacation they are always free of any hidden fees or costs to you Visit them at mei-travel.com.
1: It's time for the main attraction!
0: All right, and this week's main attraction is the worst-kept secret <laughs> in theme parks. Universal Orlando is finally closing Zone and making way for, quote, new family entertainment. And they did this the way that they always do these things uh something that we've all rumored talked about speculated about forever they just drop it on a random afternoon when i'm out of the country on vacation
1: i think it was even <laughs> the nighttime. time i think it was like eight o'clock eastern i'm trying to remember i was traveling yeah. to Tucson yeah, it was post time it was late <laughs>
0: so kid zone let's be honest, uh, has been on the chopping block for longer than any theme park land than I can think of, except, I don't know, maybe, uh, Chester and Hester's dino-rama. Like <laughs> we have been talking about KidZone closing and being replaced by one thing or another for almost 10 years now. In fact, in my unofficial guide to Universal Orlando, uh, I've, I've, just wrote, I think, was the 11th edition of that book. And um, I think from the second edition, I've been saying, <laughs> these attractions in Kids Zone might be closed by the time you read this book to make room for new attractions. <laughs> and I've had to say that pretty much every year for like 10 years. Um, but it's finally happened. Where were you when you heard the news?
1: This I don't like- know, but I, I like some of, like, I like Woody Woodpecker's Coaster, uh, I mean Fivel's, you know playland I mean that could just be nostalgia talking but I mean this is not surprising but
0: well you I know like
1: it. it's a good kids space.
0: Yeah so okay, so I'm gonna seriously uh, date myself uh, and say that I remember when I first went to uh, Universal that was where the Bates motel and the mm-hmm. uh, the psycho house was. Yeah um and uh animal actors was always there and et was always there and et and animal actors will still be there um to me that that's the most important part of that area that, uh, and um they're not going away uh no. <laughs> i don't know i don't know that it's true that steven spielberg uh, laid down in front of the bulldozer and you know no <laughs> <laughs> but uh yes, E.T. Yeah. will still will still be around and uh we've got to talk a little bit about E.T. Um, but uh the rest of Kid Zone, which includes Fival's Playground, um uh, Five goes west, technically, mm-hmm. um the Woody Woodpecker uh roller coaster, the Curious George Goes to Town Playground, and uh Destination Dreamworks. Um <laughs> Uh, if you remember that that's there, and okay. unfortunately, I'm so I'm so sorry for um, Shrek and uh, Donkey because they just got done relocating their swamp, and now they're being evicted from their swamp again. It's like Lord Farquaad is still around or something. <laughs> um, you know the we're gonna. You know we'll we'll talk about the attractions. the The first thing we have to say is that this affects a lot of entertainment folks. Um, There are uh, people who were working the Superstar Parade that got shut down and they got moved over to Destination DreamWorks. Um, And they really do a great job there with the characters. I just walked in the other day and there's so much energy. um, They put so much heart into that. um, And there's not enough for little kids to do at Universal already. Everything's got a height requirement. Islands of Adventures got a lot of great uh, playgrounds, but like this was pretty much it that you could do with a kid who was too short for any of the rides. Um, so, the faster they can turn this around and get whatever is, replaces it open, the better. Um, but right. in the meantime, uh, my, my 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 thoughts are with all of the entertainment staff, and I hope that they all get rehomed somewhere because they they all deserve to to still be able to entertain
1: absolutely uh i love dreamworks i'm glad you brought that up because i thought that is one of the best character areas mm-hmm. hubs it's like a dance party in there yeah
0: yeah you know, it's a lot of fun they're constantly cycling in new characters um you know they do a variety of dance and interactive and photo ops um, and it's an idea that i you know i like that so much better than just standing in a line to just take a picture move on Me too. um and i i hope that that concept finds a new place mm-hmm. i also um you know just my own personal nostalgia uh when uh i was a universal employee barney was uh the last show that i was a regular oh, yeah. and uh so that you know that building uh, the show closed down but the building became dreamworks and now it's likely that whole building will be torn down so you know i get i get a little verklempt over that um But, uh, I would expect my guess is that that roller coaster will probably be around with a new skin and a new theme. Um, because
1: I I like that roller coaster. I still go on it now.
0: (laughs) I still think that, uh, Flight of the Hippogriff is a slightly better coaster. Mm -hmm. This is a perfect, uh, you know, your kid, first coaster, perfect first time coaster. Um, and, uh, I, you know, I've heard various rumors. Um, I think that what Universal really needs, in addition to more entertainment uh, and, you know, some some other kind of meet and greet, I think it really needs a, an all ages dark ride, um, something hopefully without restrictive lap bars like they have for Secret Life Life of yeah. Pets. Um, something, you know, if they could build an omnimover dark ride based on one of these, uh, you know, DreamWorks or Illuminations properties that they have. I think that would be the best, um, something that you could ride without having to measure your kid before you get on it.
1: Right. Yeah. And I think still something where kids can run around because that whole area and the water features alone are Mm -hmm. so much fun. It's so well done. And it's really a spot that you can go there for a few hours if you have a little kid. And yeah. they can come around and enjoy themselves.
0: So obviously they're being very vague about what is going to go in there. Um I know over the over the last ten years I've heard and, and seen plans, like seen at various times seen permits, seen actual plans for uh Nickelodeon with SpongeBob i've seen uh at one point it was going to be our super nintendo world with the mario kart ride um it pokemon i've heard i've heard pokemon um i've heard i've heard that maybe they could wait until they lose the simpsons license in a few years whenever that happens and tear all of that down um There are so many competing uh, opinions, rumors, plans, proposals, that it's way too soon to say what will happen um, or even when it will happen. Um, But yeah, if you love that Curious George ball pit, uh, so much fun. Um, Or (laughs) that bizarre little slide uh, in Fievel or, you know, (laughs) that little water slide that gets inexplicably (laughs) wet.
1: Dur- during Mardi Gras, this past one, yeah. we had a few drinks and then we made all a whole bunch of us. Oh <laughs> it, it is a bizarre waterslide, but it is wonderful. Well, so I, I will miss it.
0: <laughs> January 15th is your last chance to do any of that. Um, it is going to all close down on January 16th. Now, we did mention that Animal Actors is staying put for now. Right. Um, kids own pizza company which is never open anyway except for like the month of the year that it sells pizza fries or whatever right. that's supposedly sticking around um and spongebob square Pants and uh i'm sorry spongebob store pants and the spongebob square pants meet and greet are sticking around but no one really is all that worked up about that it's et is is what people would come with the the torches and the pitchforks if they <laughs> dared to tear that down so I, I think the best sign that et is sticking around for a little while longer is uh the smells have returned um or you know there's there's so i've i've been around for a while and i always remember the distinctive pine scent in the queue of et uh that that tree that forest smell um, and over the years it became a less and less like pine trees and more and more like dust and mildew and mold.
1: Dampness. Yeah, dampness.
0: <laughs> um, and to the point where like, I don't know. And, and then COVID came around and we all left, lost our sense of smell anyway. Uh, but someone, uh, you know, there was a rumor going around for a while that the company that made the smells was out of business and that the smells were permanently gone forever. But, one day a week or two ago, someone flipped the switch or refilled a jar and all of a sudden it you smell it again.
1: Um, oh, you do. I went on it yesterday. Yeah. You smell it. It is intense. Imagine like going into your grandmother's potpourri closet or something. It <laughs> is it just hits you in the yeah. face. It is it's a lot. I mean, I liked it because I love yeah. the that immersive thing, but it is intense.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. To me, the uh, in the queue, the, the tree smell, the pine smell is definitely way more intense than I can remember smelling it in the last mm-hmm. two, three, four years, you know, even since easily since before the pandemic, oh, yeah. um, it, you know, scent memory is, is tricky. Like to me, it doesn't trigger quite the same memory as the smell from the nineties. And that could just be me and my nose cells being different uh, or it, it could be a different brand that they're using. Um, But I definitely notice it. Now Uh, the two that really, I noticed more than I can ever, ever remembering even going back 20 years is when you go uh, that scene where you look out over the whole city and you see the tiny little lights of the, of, of the cars, you smell an ocean smell now that totally reminds me of the old version of Soren. Um right. and then when you hit ET's planet and everything is all devastated it's it's kind of like borderline uh you know burning the library in Rome uh, was just, in, in it spaceship Earth. Home burning
1: to me. Yeah was, yeah yeah
0: yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's just a and center
1: of love but yeah.
0: I don't know if that was there all the time. There also used to be a lot of fog and steam in that. Uh, That's gone now Um, where, so it's, it's dry, but you smell it. And I don't know if maybe the difference in the smell is that it used to be there back in the day, but when it was mixed in with the steam, that it, it changed the way it smelled. But right now it's, yeah, it's like it, like I wanted to uh, I wanted to go home and get, get some marshmallows and, and, you know, (laughs) roast over a campfire.
1: Right. And Uh, we have to mention universal Orlando did tweet that there haven't been changes to the scents or the company. So I mean, take that as you want.
0: Yes. Um, Yes. So we, it could be the Mandela effect. Like maybe we are all having a a collective nasal delusion, Um, but it, you know, it it definitely, there's, there's stuff that I'm noticing that I hadn't noticed. Uh, If if it was always there, then it was hiding very well. Um, So yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's great to have that back and, um maybe that means that they think et is worth investing in and if they do i encourage them to go online and watch some old youtube videos about what the animatronics were capable of doing back in the (laughs) 90s and maybe i like i i think that the ride gets compared unfavorably to disney's rides uh because it has not been maintained there are a lot of figures that are down to just moving their head left to right, right. if that when the et used to conduct music in that big scene you know with all the little baby ets mm-hmm. the baby ets actually used to play their instruments instead of just <laughs> holding their their right. mallets and et used to fluidly conduct with his heart. he was like he was like the elsa animatronic in right. frozen ever <laughs> of his day it was really cool. Go watch, go and watch some old tribute videos, and then let's get some engineers in there to, you know, get them an oil can like the the Tin Man and Wizard yeah. of Oz, and let's let's get them all moving. in. especially Magdal, like she oh. is so creepy. The way her oh. head hangs at it at the wrong angle, uh, she gives me nightmares. Let's let's get her working again too.
1: Please, let's bring them home. Let's let's make it happen.
0: Yes. Yes. <laughs> Uh, but I will say, um, for the first time in at least two years, ET said my name correctly. Mm-hmm. I was not friend. I was actually Seth. And I was friend it, yesterday. It, it, it made started... my it made my heart light glow. It, it really did. <laughs> All right. Well, I think uh, that about wraps it up. Um, if if you uh, if you have thoughts and feelings about the closure of Kidzone. Uh, please uh, message us, find us on our socials uh, and, and uh, we will, we'll discuss, we'll have a therapy session. Um, <laughs> we'll talk about it. Um, but uh, that is all that we have before we go. Uh, we want to thank once again, our sponsor MEI and mouse fan travel. And I want to remind you all, please give us a review on Apple podcasts, leave us a review on Spotify and a rating. It really helps us out. And if you want to find more from us in attractions magazine on the interwebs, uh, you can find me at the UG series on Twitter at the unofficial guides on Instagram and pick up copies of my new 2023 books at the unofficial Carly, where can everyone find you?
1: Yes, I am on Twitter at Carly Caramana and Instagram at adventures by Carly. And this week, I'll be sharing all the Christmas fun at Dollywood and uh, Color City. So I no so jealous. Nope. Stoked, stoked.
0: Very exciting. Definitely be following you. And you can follow the whole Attractions team anytime at attractionsmagazine.com, at attractions on Twitter, at attractionsmagazine on Instagram, at youtube.com slash attractionsmagazine, and on TikTok at Attractions. Until next week, I hope that you folks stay safe, try something new, but most importantly, have fun. And we will see you again next time. Bye.
1: Bye.